0: Brothers and sisters, welcome to the Christian Fishers of Men podcast. I am your host, Alan, and we are on episode 40. I'm coming to you today a little bit, somewhat somber, but but hopeful. Um, obviously, we have had, you know, the Israel, the nation of Israel was rocked by an extraordinarily cowardly act of terror, and it brings back a lot of old feelings for me as a, uh, as a veteran. I remember nine eleven, and I remember uh, knowing that I would serve, knowing that I, I needed to do my part. And this, for Israel, I think, was their 9-11. It's interesting, um, as I have been digesting the information, as I have been looking at other, other um, input online from people that I trust, people that I follow, <clears throat> it's interesting that the name Hamas in Hebrew, if you go back to the Old Testament, if you go back to uh, to the book of Genesis, if you go back to where it's speaking about Noah, It says that the earth was filled with violence. And the word that they use in Hebrew for violence is Hamas. The earth was filled with Hamas. How appropriate that is for what these cowards have done. War is uh, hell. War is hell. We know that. Things happen in war and innocent life gets caught in the crossfires, that it happens, it's a part of war. But what happened uh, with Israel was targeted, and it was intentionally seeking after a soft target. And they found a soft target, with the majority of those soft targets being women and children. I definitely have strong feelings and strong emotions regarding this type of thing, brothers and sisters, and there are many people who refuse to watch the footage of uh, what Hamas did and the aftermath and stuff like that, and I, um, while I understand that sentiment, I, uh, I will watch and view the footage because I think it is important to understand and to know who we are dealing with and what they are capable of. These people, and I use that term loosely because in my mind I think of them as demons, they while they live in the area, in the vicinity of where they are going after Israel, uh, Israel and and the USA are, are tied. They call them the little Satan and we are the big Satan, right? USA. I'm not meaning to harrow up your souls, as Moroni would say. Or as Mormon would say, you know, harrow up your souls with um, <clears throat> a scene of bloodshed and stuff like that. But I think it's important that we understand, brothers and sisters, what what is happening here. As our southern border in the United States is left wide open and very, very porous, We have reports of um, military-aged young men from China, from Russia, as well as many, many people from groups like Hamas that are on the terrorist watch list that are coming over and crossing over into our country as well. And while I don't want to be political at all, that's not the purpose of this podcast, I am grateful for Second Amendments and for rights to bear arms, knowing that there is a community, you know, the community that I live in, where we could respond to something like that happening. It, um, it occurs to me that I I think that this is the beginning of something. I think that this is I think this is big. I think that this really, really matters in, in the timeline here. And I think um, it's also why I chose the midweek spiritual boost that I chose. Um, I would encourage you all to listen to that. It was a balm of Gilead for me. Something that happens when you become a father. And this was the reason why I could not pursue a career in law enforcement. I actually, I don't know if if I've mentioned this before, but I actually have um, graduated from the police academy. A number of years ago, I was ready to rip roar ready to go military background. you know what I mean it just was a it was an easy transition for me um really enjoyed the um paramilitary organizational you know structure of everything and I remember having a class where we were shown um some of the things that have happened to children. And being a young father at the time I knew that I I couldn't look upon that. I couldn't I couldn't do that every day. Because I picture my children and the need to exact vengeance upon those who would hurt young ones in that way, uh I don't know that I would be up to the task of resisting that. And so I did not pursue a a career in law enforcement. And now when I see the atrocities that are being perpetuated upon the nation of Israel, upon women and children mostly, I think to myself, Demons, devils. If you haven't looked at what um, the aftermath of, of, you know, a lot of the things that Hamas themselves are releasing with their attack, I will, I, I will say this: that after depriving the women of that which they honor the most, of that which they value the most, which is their virtue. Uh, They are then killed, and their bodies paraded. Again, I'm not trying to harrow up your souls, and I'm trying to keep my language scriptural here. But it's important to know the level of depravity and how close in communion with the devil, these people really are, all the while saying God is great. And I don't mean Muslims as a whole. I had a good friend, a good Muslim friend, in basic training, and uh, he, he knew that that the terrorists and stuff like that, that they did not stand for what he stood for. So don't misunderstand. But these terrorist groups, a lot of what they're trying to do, brothers and sisters, is to bring about the return of the 12th Imam. This is all stuff that you guys should know and understand, and you should probably look up yourself, but I'll just briefly touch on this. They're trying to bathe the world in blood to speed the return of the 12th imam, right? And basically to simplify everything imagine the book of revelations but written in reverse to where the bad guys are the good guys and the good guys are the bad guys and you have the story of of what they are trying to bring about Very interesting stuff. I hope that um, everybody in their prayers is praying for Israel. I hope that everybody is praying for the innocents. I saw a little boy a little Jewish boy whose parents had been murdered. And they took this little boy, and they had their children abuse him, hitting him with sticks, telling him to say, Mom, in Hebrew. His mother was dead. She had been killed, among other things. This poor little boy i saw my little boy when i looked at him i saw my little boys i hope that you can pray it it um fills my heart with sorrow to see people in new york city in times square Glorifying my people, my American people, our people, for those of you that are here in the U.S. listening. Glorifying the death, the rape, the beheadings of children, of babies, glorifying that kind of behavior. You know, politics are politics. And they, politics are a tool used by Satan. They really are. Politics are satanic. That is a tool that was invented to divide people. And to see people speaking perfect English being born here. Praising Hamas, praising violence makes me sick to my stomach and I'm just, I'm absolutely disgusted with some of my countrymen. In the face of this kind of evil, of pure unadulterated evil, There really is only one response, brothers and sisters. There's only one path to take, and that path leads to Jesus Christ, the promised Messiah of the Jewish people. I think a lot of times, even some members of the church, uh, it's it's a growing more and more lately. They... They look down on, on the the people of Israel. They look down on the Jews, especially. Because they didn't recognize their Messiah when He came the first time. That was prophesied, brothers and sisters. They knew that was going to happen, and Christ knew that was going to happen. And that does not change their standing in the eternal perspective of things. They have suffered, and they have paid a terrible, terrible price every time. Every time that they have screwed up, they have paid the bill to the uttermost farthing. This attack was the worst thing, in the words of Ben Shapiro, who happens to be a Jew, a very conservative gentleman, somebody that I um, look up to quite a bit, though we are the same age. This is the worst thing that that, um, has happened to Israel since the Holocaust, and the things that we saw were very reminiscent of the Holocaust. But the Jews do not deserve that. Nobody deserves that. No child deserves to go out that way. In looking at um, President Hinckley's talk, there's a lot of really, really good stuff in there that kind of soothes the soul. So it I, I needed to hear that, and I figured that um, you guys would appreciate that too. But I want to quote just a couple of of pieces of his talk here where he says on on the Larry King television broadcast the other night, I was asked. What I think of those who, in the name of their religion, carry out such infamous activities. I replied, religion offers no shield for wickedness, for evil, or those kinds of things. The God in whom I believe does not foster this kind of action. He is a God of mercy, he is a God of love, he is a God of peace and reassurance. And I look to him in times such as this, as a comfort and as a source of strength. going on here occasions of this kind pull us sharply to a realization that life is fragile peace is fragile civilization itself is fragile the economy is particularly vulnerable we have been counseled again and again concerning self-reliance concerning debt concerning thrift so many of our people are heavily in debt for things that are not entirely necessary when I was young when I was a young man my father counseled me to build a modest home sufficient for the needs of my family and make it beautiful. Here, I'm going to pause here for a second. is it It's cool in this talk because we're getting like a summation like we're getting a a lot of things that we've heard individually put into one and that's why i think it's important for us to revisit this talk because just like how this talk occurred right after 911, right? This talk is so appropriate coming after the attack on Israel, like it just it really does mirror everything and and, and all the the feelings that we had back then and stuff like that and it just it really is a balm of Gilead, and it's a voice of warning, I think, to, to everybody, to the world, Um, going on, uh, a modest home sufficient for the needs of my family, and make it beautiful and attractive and pleasant and secure. He counseled me to pay off the mortgage as quickly as I could, so that, come what may, there would be a roof over the heads of my wife and children. I was reared on that kind of doctrine. I urge you, as members of this church, to get free of debt where possible, and have a little laid aside against a rainy day. Skipping ahead, great are the promises concerning this land of America. We are told unequivocally that it is a choice land, and whatsoever nation shall possess it shall be free from bondage and from captivity and from all other nations under heaven. If they will but serve the god of the land who is jesus christ this is the crux of the entire matter obedience to the commandments of god through, through centuries of time men and women so very very many have lived and died some may die in the conflict that lies ahead to us And we bear solemn testimony of this. Death will not be the end. There is life beyond this, as surely as there is life here. Through the great plan which became the very essence of the war in heaven, men shall go on living. Let us be prayerful. Let us pray for righteousness. Let us pray for the forces of good. Let us reach out to help men and women of good will, whatever their religious persuasion and wherever they live. Let us stand firm against evil, both at home and abroad. Let us live worthy of the blessings of heaven, reforming our lives where necessary, and looking to him, the Father of us all. He has said, Be still and know that I am God. Are these perilous times? They are. But there is no need to fear. We can have peace in our hearts and peace in our homes. We can be an influence for good in this world, every one of us. May the God of heaven, the Almighty, bless us, help us as we walk our various ways in the uncertain days that lie ahead. May we look to him with unfailing faith. May we worthily place our reliance on his beloved Son, who is our great Redeemer, whether it be in life or in death. Is my prayer in His holy name, even the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Alan needed to hear those words. (laughs) And I suspect many of you need to hear those words as well. So though I touched on a couple of things that he said, I hope that you will listen to the Midweek Spiritual Boost that I posted, and listen to it in entirety, and read it if you can as well. brothers and sisters it falls to us it falls to us we have a job to do and that job is to not coast it is not to get your inner tube and float down the lazy river during times like this I've told you before this this podcast is something that I am doing to open my mouth. I want my children to know what I thought of their certain things, of course. But the the reach that doing something like this has is incredible, and I am, I have been humbled, and I have been extremely touched by some of the words that you guys have have posted. As I have just prepared uh, scriptural things and put my thoughts, um, put my thoughts into a you know into a digital format and put it out for the world to hear. You know, I I, I don't make money off this podcast and I never will. I don't say that to brag. I say that out of Hopefully an understanding as to my intentions. You know, I I was recently asked why I don't monetize my podcast, and I said I I don't feel right about it. I don't feel right about spreading the Word of God. I don't don't think I got paid in the pre-existence for raising my voice in support of the Savior of Jesus Christ and His plan, the plan of salvation. It is amazing to me that men can be driven to do the things that I have witnessed people do. And there's a sheepdog inside of me. There's a sheepdog inside of me that has anxiety when he sees things like that and, and wants to jump in and help. It's something I was born with. I've always been that way. Anyone who has served in the military knows that there is there is something there's something there. Even when and I've had people tell me this. I've had people say, well let, let other people go and fight and it's like no no, that's that's what cowards do. That's what cowards do. If you want to live here, if you want to draw breath in this free land, which is quickly losing its freedom, but if you want to draw breath in this choice land, you'd better be, be willing to fight for it, so that your children can draw breath on this free land too. The people of Israel understand that. I raise my voice in support of the Lord's people. Now we consider ourselves Israel, brothers and sisters. We have been adopted in, though we are not of the blood of Israel, many of us. Some of us, maybe we have some. But through the doctrine of adoption, we are adopted into the tribes of Israel. Judah is our cousin. The sons and daughters of Judah are our cousins. And I have a love for them, I have a love for their language, I have a love for their understanding of the Torah, for their symbolism and their understanding of those symbols. I would challenge each and every one of you, brothers and sisters, to open up your scriptures to the Old Testament and to study the promises given to Abraham, given to Isaac, given to Jacob. Study the promises concerning the the real estate, the spiritual blessings, understand our, our cousins, understand the land that they were given and understand the dispersion of Israel understand understand that stuff that is so this is stuff that we everybody used to know when the book of mormon came about everybody understood this stuff that's why we focus so heavily on the book of mormon we love the bible the bible's just as much the word of god as the book of mormon is that's that should be a given We don't place the Book of Mormon above the Bible. It's meant to go hand-in-hand with it. It is the same testimony of the same Savior. It's just that it's from the point of view of the dealings of the people that he had over in America, instead of the Middle East. There are other people that probably have recorded things of their dealings with Christ in their lands. We just don't have those. But when the Book of Mormon came about, there was a general knowledge and understanding of all of this stuff that, that that I've mentioned here. There was an understanding about Israel, about Judah, about the land of Israel. And sadly, through our education system, like a slowly administered poison. The people of Israel and their claim to their land has been challenged, and they have been called colonizers. All these buzzwords that I hear, that land belongs to Israel, it is ancient, promised land to Israel from the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The great Jehovah, this land, brothers and sisters, has been promised to us. But I see the the terror and the devastation that has affected Israel. I, I, I just... It makes it hard to sleep at night. And people ask me, then why do you look at it? It's like because I believe that we have to look evil in the eye. I believe that I, I have to... I can't bury my head in the sand. I need to know. I need to understand the enemy. It's the same reason why I went and watched Sound of Freedom, because knowledge is power, and I think that we are moved to action when our systems are shocked a little bit. And so, brothers and sisters, the the main point of this podcast, of the things that I do, of the sacrifice of time that i take for this podcast for the midweek spiritual boosts that's not to get views i don't care about views i have never cared about views <laughs> that's not why i'm doing this you know the the fact that i get the views that i get like i i don't i don't super care you know what i mean and not to sound like callous about it or anything but that's not why i'm doing this i don't I don't care about the dopamine spike I get from views like I I sincerely don't care. I think it's cool when I see p- people listening in Egypt or Belgium. You know what I mean? Canada, Mexico, like all across the world. I've seen people listen in like every major continent. It's really really cool. That that part I think is awesome. But that's not why I'm doing this. The views don't care. Subscribers don't care. If if people just want to listen to the podcast and not subscribe, hey, thumbs up. I don't care. The reason why I'm doing this is to raise my voice as I hope that I did in the pre-existence. In support of the Savior, in support of the plan of salvation. I'm, I I want to make that very, very clear if we do not turn our hearts, if we do not turn our minds, if we do not get down on both knees and ask the Lord for for help, then I suspect that this type of thing will come to us. It will come to a city near you. And these things will gradually increase in severity. We need to watch and we need to pray. We as a people, brothers and sisters, have not been tested. Not in a long time now some have argued that well yeah but we get tested with pornography we get tested with all these other spiritual things and that's that's true but what i'm talking about is like tested i'm talking about being asked across the plains knowing that you're probably going to die tested It is a very sobering thought, and we have lived in pretty, pretty serious comfort for a long time, in the safety, you know, for those of us who who dwell within the Rocky Mountain region. We've dwelt in the safety of these these sentinels, these titans, these mountains that give me great comfort, but we've dwelt in these valleys, in relative safety for so long that we've become soft, and the faith and the perseverance of the pioneers, you know, we need that back, and there's only one way to get that back, and that's to be tested, and I I think that is coming. A test, a test, a test is coming. President Kimball. I had a hard time thinking of how to approach this, brothers and sisters, and I wrote some things down, but I pretty much just... I pretty much shot from the hip, and I'm going off of the heart here. I would implore you, as I'm going to do myself, to to fast this weekend. Choose a day, Saturday, Sunday, whatever, but fast for the nation of Israel. Fast for the United States of America. Fast that we can find our way, that Israel can find their way, and that the divine protection of God will be with them as it was in the Six-Day War. There is so much wickedness in our time, so much embracing of abomination. Seeing that kind of godless indifference to to our fellow man. That's a special kind of evil. That is a pure form of evil. Things are getting very real, brothers and sisters. Things are getting real. If we do not step up, then I think that we can expect similar scenes of bloodshed and horror and terror and Hamas violence. I don't want that for us. I don't want that for anybody. I don't want that for Israel. I hope that Israel is able to To strap on their combat boots and and put some foot to butt. And that they're able to make safe their nation. They deserve to live in safety. They deserve to draw breath. And for their children to draw breath. Free air. They deserve to exist without targets on their back. Just because of who they are and what they believe in. Everybody deserves that. My heart just goes out to them. My heart goes out to the people of Israel. As we continually descend into war, rumors of war, as the United States exhausts herself in foreign wars. I don't know what lies in store for us, but what I do know, brothers and sisters, is that Christ is aware I do know that Elohim, the Father, is aware. And I do know that no matter what happens, no matter what challenges come our way, if we will but turn our hearts back to Christ, and if we will, Start giving it a hundred percent if we will do our duty to our God and our country, turning our eyes heavenward, humbling ourselves. I know that somehow things will turn out okay. Somehow things will turn out okay. I think on Daniel how he was somebody in Israel who was worth taking back to Babylon. He had intelligence. He had gifts. And he was worth taking back to Babylon. And that was not done peacefully. That was done very violently. The scenes that we have witnessed here imagine that but with swords and spears and and arrows fire you know daniel was not taken um peacefully but he was brought into the presence of king nebuchadnezzar and the anxiety that he must have had from that time forth is incredible and as as there was a change of of leadership as babylon you know fell and and you know you you have a, a couple of different superpowers take over that that position right daniel was okay throughout all of those transitions and stuff and that gives me a lot of hope I am grateful, brothers and sisters, for the opportunity I have had to, to speak to you guys, to vent a little bit, to get some, some of that off of my heart, you know. It's time to be people of God. It's time to find your true identity as a son or a daughter of Jesus Christ. It's time to drop culture and to adopt true Christianity. Which is not easy. And something I'm working on as well. But we need to understand what's at stake here, brothers and sisters. And what's at stake here is everything. This promised land, the promised land of of Israel, it comes with strings attached. The prosperity, the posterity, the protection that we enjoy comes with strings attached, and that is hearts turned to Christ, reverencing the God of this land, which is Christ, and obeying the commandments. That's all that's required of us. And we will be protected. We will be taken care of. God will be our king, right? Christ will be our king. Brothers and sisters, as we continue to witness, as we continue to hopefully prepare I hope that we are discussing these things with our children, that we are preparing them, that we are instructing them, because as crazy as our world is, the world that they will inherit is crazier, and it will be that way up until the return of the King, until the ushering in of the Divine Monarchy. The perfect kingdom of Christ, where justice and mercy will be able to be meted out by the Master himself, in person, reigning personally upon this earth. That's how things are going to be until he returns. And I'm starting to see just through the window as to why we would be praying day and night for relief and for Him to return and why we think that He's delaying His coming. I pray for the souls of those sons and daughters of, of God. Those sons and daughters of Adam and Eve, our brethren, our sisters, who fell, who were murdered, who died before their time, who had their spirits forcefully separated, violently separated from their bodies. I pray that they were able to receive a homecoming on the other side of the veil and were greeted by the patriarchs in sweet embrace, and that they have experienced comfort and joy beyond comprehension, that though we are left seeing the aftermath of those scenes, that they are left experiencing joy immeasurable. and that they have been gathered to their people as soon some day we will be gathered to ours i ask that the lord the god of this land jesus christ will return and return soon I ask that the Father will bless us. I ask that He will bless you, and that you will have the strength to overcome your trials, that you will have the strength to accept Christ more fully into your heart, and that you will put up on the sacrifice, on, on the altar of sacrifice, those things that are holding you back from a higher spiritual plane. as I am striving to do myself, brothers and sisters. Let us fast together as a community, as Christians, as followers of Christ um, this weekend. And let our prayers uh, and our meager sacrifice be accepted by him who has power to save. And I ask that the Lord will protect and bless the nation of Israel, as well as any other nations that you guys are dwelling in, that he will protect us as a people. And I say that in the name of Jesus Christ, Amen.